Okay, great. Yeah, Brian. Sp- <laughs> Starcraft? Uh-huh. Warcraft? Sure. Minecraft? <laughs> okay. Or Speechcraft? <laughs> I think you need Speechcraft. <laughs> Probably. Because what they don't know is this is take 37. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's play this. All right, let's do it. Not working? No. Mm. Oh, blowing it. All right. There you go. <gasps> Get in it. There you go. Okay, don't spit in it. Okay. All right, put it in there. Turn it on. All, All right. right. So, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> Blow My Cartridge, episode nine. Episode nine. My name is Greg. And I am Brian. And we're coming at you live. It's just my favorite radio saying. I said not, it last time. It's still my favorite joke. Yeah, we're not coming at you live because we've probably recorded this 38 days before <laughs> I actually edited it. Yeah. So. so <laughs> oh, whoa. you owe me a Coke. I'll be right back. You owe me several Cokes now. So. I want I want payment on that soon. Jesus! <laughs> 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 All right, so welcome to the episode. Um, we are trying to get back on track here. This is our second episode within the month, so we're already Post-COVID. doing better. Yeah, well, not quite, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's quite the uh, predicament still. So we're just trying to get through it, plugging away, plugging away. So. The, our last episode, we it was episode eight, yeah, and we talked about going from our our journey from console to PC, the Great Migration, the Great Migration, and how every herbivore does it, because <laughs> eventually all roads lead to t- PC. Am I right? Yeah, I mean everything gets a little too PC sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we talked about our journeys in gaming and how we went from consoles to PC. How we still play consoles, but we're m- mainly PC players now. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I talked about my retro game recommendation, which was Zelda sixty four. Zelda sixty four. Ocarina of Time, and that was one of my favorite games Classic. of all time. Obviously, every single one of these have been a favorite game of mine of all time. So yeah. I think that's we, why they're obvious. They're just going to keep <laughs> going that way. And then uh, you talked about what? I talked your... about using props and slipping to my DMs. Uh, using props in D&D and how, you know what? You just need to do it because if you have any reserve about it, stop it. Don't. I, I, <laughs> don't. Don't have it. Do <laughs> just it now. Just try it and see if it's something that your party likes because chances are they'll love it. Yeah, I mean, every time you get your hands on something physical, uh, it really helps with the suspension of disbelief and gets it you into the game. It makes it so real. Yeah. It's, a, it's an imaginary game that we all collectively talk about and tell a story in our minds, which is the best way to sell that to a new player. Sure. But then when they get something new, it's like, oh, this is real. Like, I have a physical representation of what had just happened. Right. That's always really cool to see that happening on a new player's face. I realize I'm still using my radio voice, so <laughs> I'll try to yeah. talk normally, I guess. Yeah, before we start, <laughs> um, every episode we do a it's mic a check. It's a ritual now. And we go, hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it is our radio voices. What was our radio station? Uh, KZZO. <laughs> KZZO. I, and we're then, not affiliated with any real KZZO. <laughs> and then you said... K- F to the M. F to the M. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there yeah, it is. So good. So, um, 
So first thing we're going to do is read some tweets, and we put out a question last week, or last episode, I should say. Yep. Um, are you a console gamer, PC gamer, are you a gamer, an agnostic gamer, you play all platforms? What's your journey been like? And we got several responses, we wanted to highlight a few of them, and especially one, and that is Jenny M. from... Yeah, snap of approval. <laughs> I didn't want to clap. But yeah. yeah. So, Jenny M. from Auburn, Nebraska, thank you for listening. You've been awesome since the early days of the podcast, which is only a few months ago. <laughs> Jenny, we love listening to you. Every time we post something, I know that you're going to respond, so we both look for it. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we love that you're uh, so quick and... Um, you you just on it you're on it yeah every time yeah and we really appreciate the feedback super that you engaging give. yeah so we appreciate it to our response uh to our question she said um basically she played console her whole life and she started with the nes Woo. and she played some pc games but mostly plays uh console games and uh and so, I mean, she played some World of Warcraft and used, plays games on Steams, everyone, Steams, Steams, Steams. on the Steams, on Steam every once in a while, but uh, that's the, uh, you know, the intent of it, but. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's cool. And I think it's, you know, I, I wonder if that's part of just because that's what, you know, you like the land party thing that we talked about before, where mm-hmm. it's just playing with people, or if that's, I don't know. I think it's just why Jenny. Why she's? I think it's because it's easier. Yeah, and not on her. I just in general, people play console because it's easy and it's what you know and it's what you sure. have and it's you turn on P, the TV on, push a button, and you're playing. Yeah. So um, yeah, I paraphrased her response, and I'm going to paraphrase a lot of these because they are um, they're kind of long and um, it's hard to write them all out. So. Yeah, absolutely. So our second one, do you Brandon read? G from Idaho? Shout out Brandon. Brandon wrote a lot. So he, yes, he, he did. He always has a very um, detailed response. So to sum it up, I had a both Xbox and PlayStation growing up, uh, but prefers Xbox over PlayStation. Add a boy, yes, he gets it. <laughs> and then uh, for multiplayer, but he likes um, the controller and likes the controller better. Better, absolutely. Xbox controller was a a brick. The first and one, yeah. I felt yeah. like you were going to break that PS1 you know what, controller in do you, half. Dude. Do you know what the nickname for the original Xbox controller is? The Big Green Monster. No. I the, don't know. The Duke. <laughs> it's called the Duke. Why? And, uh, because it's, it's just huge. Yes. It was like this. You needed a, like, you know that thing that they transport, you know, the shuttle on before it goes. Yeah, that's what they had to transport it on originally <laughs> when they were designing it. No. They're like uh, controller shipped separately. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and it ships like from the moon. Yeah, yeah. So okay, sure. uh, our third response was from Jared G from Pine Grove, California. Yep. Yeah, he said just got caught up on the po- on the podcast. Congratulations! I enjoy listening. Keep it up. Thank you so much for that. By the way, yep. Grew up with console, only play PC now. Yep. Sounds, I get it. That sounds like what everybody says, like, eventually. Uh, eventually. It's like, you know, that's what I said about mine. Mine's now just the entertainment center. Right. Oh, by the way, and Brandon G., the last one, I forgot to write that in there because I, I didn't finish it quite. He only plays PC really now, if he does, but he is full PC now. Yeah, you said that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, and uh, so Jared's on PC now, and uh, I've known Jared for a long time. Yeah, we both Jared's have. Great. We play Magic the Gathering with him, yeah. and sometimes we'll play games with him online. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, yep. yeah, he's a cool guy. And our last one is Jay West at, I can't read that, Hammond handle. Cheese, New York. 
Awesome. Thank you. Console, uh, was never able to adapt to the keyboard. I totally get that. Did I say adept? I meant adapt. But <laughs> the keyboard transition was super hard for me, and I, I always feel the strain. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the keyboard. Mr. Carpal Tunnel over here, we we definitely get that. So. Oof. That is the truth, if, if there was ever a truth. So rough. It was a hard transition for me when I when I moved over from P, uh, console to PC and but completely different style of holding your hands. Yeah, you went know crazy. Jenny, my fiance, she, I was like, okay, baby, I I, I built her a, a small gaming PC and um, I put her on there and she's used to console gaming her whole life. Yeah, and she never once used a PC. And the first game we played together on PC was Seven Days to Die. Yep, yeah, I remember that. I go, all right, it's gonna take a little bit of time for you to get used to the mouse and keyboard. Day one, she's sniping stuff. She had no problem <laughs> whatsoever. That's no, crazy. Zero transition. She's better than on the PC than she ever was on P, on console. Interesting. So yeah, it's uh, some people are just more adept to it, as you said earlier. Adept to it, exactly. And maybe that's because she did a lot of typing. Like uh, probably. I, I was terrible at typing in, in computer. Let's not talk about my history with computer class. It's not super great track record. <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe that's why. Mine is uh, interesting for other reasons. I think I was a little bit snarky on mine. I, when I got into into college, I, was all, I took a computer class, and I was already working in the field. And I was all, all right, I'm so excited to learn more. I sat down. The first thing the teacher said was, this is a mouse. And I said, I got up and I walked out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I I learned all this a long time ago. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah. All right. So at that point, let's go ahead and slip into Greg's DMs. Slipping into DMs. Today, we're talking about painting a mini. Um, I will post it if I didn't already. Sure. Did I post it? I don't don't think you did. I think I posted it on mine and then reshared it through ours. But if okay. not, I will do and I'll and I'll share more of the process. I painted a mini. You painted a mini for the first time in your life. Second time. What was the first, the first one? one? Uh we had a we had a painting party. Who? You heard me. Who did this? <laughs> Friend did, of mine who's who did very into who painting and stuff and, and finds it really relaxing, invited us over and said, Look, this is how you paint and this these are the basics for what I know. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so we we had a, a, a painting party. Don't judge me. And we all hung out and then we painted minis. And it nice. was awesome. And I painted a little goblin and he looks amazing. But this is the first mini that I painted that was like my mini. Gotcha. A friend of ours who we mutually have, whose name is Greg. I'm just kidding. That's an inside joke. His name is Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I call, uh, I call everybody <laughs> Greg or Jerry. All the time. Everybody. I don't know why. Even I call Even Jerry Jenny, Greg. All I the call, time. <laughs> I call She goes, Greg, I love Jerry. you, Greg. And, I'm, and she's like, no, that's not my name. I know. <laughs> Tell him how you I feel, I have a right? problem. <laughs> but uh, he printed me um, a mini for a false hydra, which is just big, gnarly-looking, wormed hydra, sort of, um, with herbivore teeth. And so it's just very off-putting. It has no eyes, big old, sul- like, sunken, wet holes. It's disgusting. It's, uh, it is gross-looking. It's so off-putting. And I... I'm not going to lie, I did the whole 3D print, I took off all the stuff like you're supposed to, I did the acetone bath, and then I dunked it in acetone, and all this stuff, and I go, this is not going to work, like, I did not know what to do. I, I had spray painted it, uh, like, eight layers, because I was just trying to get rid of some of the, make the lines, right. you know? And it was not, I, it was, Jerry was saying, I almost called him Greg again, <laughs> Jerry <laughs> was saying that this was kind of a, a test print anyway. I, was it yeah. his first print or? No, he's printed other stuff, but never a mini and and not 
this doesn't have any sharp this edges. This intricate. It is, does. A, it is a fat blob. Like, that is the whole thing. Right. But it has to look smooth because it's supposed to look wet. So oh, right. um, I did some testing and stuff. And I, you can ask my wife. I was procrastinating. Yeah, we had some family over and some stuff. But I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. And then I finally was like, you know what? Everybody's gone. I was like, babe, I got to paint this. I, it's got to be ready tomorrow. I got to finish it. And so I sat down and I just started. I put on some uh, Mighty Vibes, which is a new like vibe soundscape is that, that is that uh, like critical role put out is that amazing. like uh, the you know lo-fi beats to do a hundred percent to do one, one of them is like two? for doodling and stuff sure. and so i was listening to that one and i just started going and then i completed uh got the base coat on everything and i completed the first head and i just went what the heck this thing is creepy and so i ran over and i know i'm not supposed to show my wife because she's a player but i didn't care and i was like you gotta see this and she was like that's gonna give me nightmares and i was like that is all i want in life and so you guys know <laughs> this is a made-up character that somebody created for D, but the origin of it greg greg told me last time was from the n64 ocarina of time which is really it was really interesting because uh that's the that was the um uh, the game recommendation for last week yeah it and was you, and, and what's his what's what was like the thing's name um i can't remember its name um give but, us a second we're gonna look it up yeah talk and I'll, I'll look it up while you're talking this is me talking test one no i'm just kidding so anyways um so i just said screw it i'm gonna get it done and i just started painting and what's nice is I'm putting on painting um, like instruction videos and the, their thing is, hey, if you mess up, just paint over it. So I guess my recommendation this week uh, for DMs and slipping into my, your DMs is shut up and paint it because last week mine was, hey, you feel reserved about props? Freaking get over it and do right. it. The same thing with painting this time was like, you know what? I just need to do this. And Always I did. Paint. And when I set that thing onto the table, it's all gross and wet and covered in blood and stuff. You, the look on people's faces made it totally worth the 18-hour paint job. <laughs> and you, you showed it to me. It looks terrifying. It's terrifying. It, you did... Okay, I got to say this. You did a phenomenal job on that paint. Thank you. You really did. I was not expecting it to look that good because when Jerry brought it over... It, it was rainbow colored. It was rainbow colored, and it had that was the only PLA he had was rainbow. So. Right, and it had the, a really weird consistency. It was like... it. it I don't know. It was hard. It's hard it's, to describe. It was like step, porous. Yeah, it, it's the way the stepping is right. of the 3D printer made it look very sort of blocky. Right, sure. And it was very, very intricate, though. Very well done. And when I saw the paint on it, I was like... Oh, the mold it, was... In, or not the mold, but the original drawing was insane. Right. Yeah. You did uh, You did a phenomenal job. Thanks. And so everybody knows this, uh, this bad guy is dead hand... Dead from hand, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. You'll find him in um out behind Kakariko Village in the crypt. So um, he's yeah. one of the most terrifying villains of all time. When Greg told me, he's like, oh, yeah, he, he's from uh, a Zelda franchise. He's, and, and he started I describing let, I let it. you guess it. And yeah. I was like, dude, I know exactly Immediately. what you're talking about. You're I, like, I, you couldn't think of his name, but you go... I know, I, I know where to find him, and it's and you described where to do it, and it was yeah. so funny. I was like, it's because he's literally like considered the most terrifying um, bad guy in Zelda, and it's it's just creepy. He's yeah. terrifying in that, and the graphics are 
terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're terrible. But uh, yeah, so some somebody took it. I, I'm so sorry. I don't have the name, but it was on Goblin Face Punch, and they wrote this story into a creature that was like, hey, what if this was a thing? Uh, and so it just kind of created this whole lore and this subculture, and it just blew up. And people were downloading it, so I got to run it, and it was a total blast. So, sidetracking aside, if you're if you want to bring that little bit of pop to your table, paint a de- paint, paint a mini, and it doesn't have to be as detailed work as I did there. I really, really wanted to push myself. Dry brushing is not that hard. Give it a base coat. Give it a little bit of lighting on one side. Do the teeth, little things like that, and it's gonna look so cool. And those intro kits for painting, I mean, they're like 30, 40 bucks. It's a one-time investment, and that's going to cover a lot of different minis. That is awesome, and so. yeah, and you did a good job, and yeah, have as Greg said, do it. Have a party. Do it. Get have a pizza. painting party. Get some pizza. Good finger food, yeah. so that it it's really just makes <laughs> it makes it worse in every way. But yeah, good. yeah. it'll be a good part- time. So yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, on to your thing, Brian. What is your obvious retro game recommendation? Well, I'm my. I'm super excited for this one. Continue. Yeah. My uh, obvious retro game recommendation uh, this episode is Super Mario Kart. Yeah. There have been so many of these games. Super Mario Kart. Yeah. There's a... I have Mario Kart 8 on my Switch. That's the latest iteration. Um, But this is about the original. And I don't know if you've ever played the original for the Super Nintendo or the SNES or the SNES, whatever you want to call it. Mine was 64. Yeah, 64. Um, you know what's funny about that is I, I played Super Mario Kart uh, over at um, your uncle's house. Um, uh-huh. And um, when they got a Super Nintendo, your your Uncle Willie, my mm-hmm. cousin Willie, and he got Super Nintendo. And I remember he had two games. He had Pit Fighter, which is an absolutely terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> and he also had uh, Super Mario Kart. And the best game of all time, basically. Yeah, one of the greatest <laughs> games ever created. Yeah. And it's really funny. Go look up Pit Fighter, and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's trash. But um, I I remember playing Super Mario Kart for the first time, and I was blown away at 3D graphics on a console at the time. There was nothing like it that I'd seen. Um, and how the Super Nintendo got away with it. They used something called Mode 7 graphics. If you ever played like F-Zero, it's a very similar style game. It's a pseudo 3D style and it just blew me away. Well, Mario Kart was released in on September 1st, 1992. Oh, yeah. And, um, 20 days before my birthday. 20 days before your birthday and uh, 19 days before mine. <laughs> and, uh, and Well, not the same year. Not the same year, no. Mine's the for same sure. year. <laughs> yeah, yours is like, uh, is it? You were born in 92? Yeah. Oh, you're 10 years directly un- younger than me. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, and what's cool about this game is that it's been recognized by Guinness World Records as being the greatest console game of all time. You would never think so, that you'd think Tetris or whatever. I'm guessing they have a different bit, a bit of criteria probably because there's some a lot of world records on it or whatever. See, what's funny about that is you're the retro game expert, but if I you were to ask me what's the best, an, uh, a quote-unquote novice gamer in the retro game community? Sure. It's Mario Kart. Wow. Because it's it just, everyone knows it. Everybody can play it. You can pick it up. You can pick it up. There's no, you know, if you wanted to get into the Zelda franchise, you don't start at Twilight Princess. Sure. I, I mean, you don't just pick it up, but 64 was like, everybody knows what it was. Funny you should say Twilight Princess. I, I literally Twilight just Princess. bought the Twilight Princess strategy guide on eBay. I love Twilight Princess. A lot of people hated it. 
It's so cool. No, it's I a great care. game. It's I haven't so cool. I haven't beat it. In fact, I've never even played it. Oh, so good. And that is not the reason why I bought the Rabbit <laughs> trailing. <laughs> so good. So oh anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Mario Kart was uh, credited with creating the uh, kart racing genre for mm. consoles and video games in, in general. And so uh, it's basically, it's just a kart racing game. I, I can't really go further into how it is other than the fact that the the level design, um, the, the controls were so tight and so good. I'd never played a racing game that felt so good to play. Mm. To this you day. You mean like responsive? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like... 100%. I, when I got my... Uh, I, I own like several different copies of this game. I have like three or four of the physical copies for the Super Nintendo, and I still sit down and play it. I have it for the SNES Classic. I have it for the Switch on the on the retro console. I had an emulator, uh, a mod emulator on... Um in college, so right. that we could all play it. Right, and yeah. dude, I love this game. And my brother and I would go back and forth. I'd go to school, he'd go to school, he'd go to work, I'd whatever. And we'd come back, and there's one, there's two levels that we played, and we try to get the the uh, high score on to this very day, and that is like almost thirty years later, and that is uh, Bowser Castle one I knew and say that. and Ghost Valley one. Oh yeah, both are classically good levels. They're very like they're simple levels, but the design just we just sit down and we just we just hammer them out. Okay, who's your favorite character? You're gonna hate it. I know I am. It's Toad, dude. Everyone we, hates Toad, dude. Guess what mine is? It's Toad. Isn't it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love Toad, and if somebody goes to take Toad, I'm always like, no. So, but what's cool about Super Mario Kart is that you had, um, I think it was eight uh, characters or ten characters, but they had mirrors of each, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong's was Bowser. Yep. Mario's was Luigi. Toad was Koopa Troopa. Oh. And um, Princess and Yoshi were the same. There you go. So, um, I think that's eight. So, and they had a GP, which was did Grand have, Prix. What, did they have Wario in that one? No. Okay. Wario wasn't until the 64. 64. Okay, that's and, what I'm used to. Right. And so I remember when the 60 uh Mario Kart 64 came out and I went to play it and the controls weren't as tight for me. Really? Like yeah, when you take a left in in Mario Kart for Super Mario Kart for the SNES, you turn left. Your your back doesn't slide out. Oh, but yeah. in the N64 it slides out cuz they're really they're really trying to push that drift. They w- really yeah. want you to push the drift. Yeah, because you could like pump it. Yeah, whatever. And which is great. Called, it's a but... good mechanic. But I didn't like that that they were trying to push it because you could drift in Super Mario Kart. You didn't get a boost from it or anything. But if you could drift well, dude, I was really good at drifting. Yes, I'm on on the SNES. I am like. <laughs> king of drift <laughs> you know yeah i play running in the 90s i got it so it's like um another really cool thing that a lot of people don't know about the game is your speed is based on how many coins you got oh yeah yeah it's uh it's something that i didn't realize as a kid until i got a little older and i was like oh every time i when you you pick up another coin and you hear your your engine rev up a little bit higher and you go oh i think it maxes out at like 10 coins but it's like it's it just gives you that little extra speed boost. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And, dude, this game has... If you get a chance to play it, go back, get get into a good level, like one of the Mario GPs. Uh, like, the first Mario one's really good. But 
just just get into the game and feel how good the controls feel. It's mm. just so tight, so responsive, and oh man, love it. Yeah, we'll have to compare because I grew up on the 64 too, and I was a drift maniac. And and you were talking about the tight controls too. If you time it just right, you can jump over shells. Sure. And that was like. That was what I wanted to learn how to do. You could you see do it, it, and you're it like, on Super Nintendo. This is so dumb. This yeah. completely changes everything. Yeah, if you're good enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember playing... Um, okay, and then this is the last thing I was going to say about it is um, I used to play the multiplayer at, um, at all of our holidays because all of our holidays would be over your grandma's house, my yeah. aunt, yeah. Lisa, and we they had the Super Nintendo over there. And yep, David, your I played, dad. I played that Super Nintendo. Oh, I know. In, into the dirt. Yes. Continue. Yeah, David, your dad, um, Amy, Willie, myself, Kevin. We'd all, you know, get tired of you know dealing with family after a little while. I mean, I didn't <laughs> care. I was immediately as soon as I got there, I was on the video game. Yeah. But they would eventually make their way back there. We'd rent a game. We'd play like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or something. But Mario Kart was always there. Your dad and I would play tons of Mario Kart together. <laughs> and uh, he's got some stories. Uh, we'd play a lot of multiplayer. Multiplayer on Mario Kart was really good, especially the battle. I was going to say, so on the original, did they have the battle? Yes, they okay. did. But it was a split screen two player. It, okay. was a, it was a one-on-one. Not and that's, the 64-4 count. No, and that's yes. where I think that the N64 definitely, you know, got the Super Nintendo version is is that four-player split screen. with Way And the blue, the blue shell became, like, <sighs> instant hate. Yes. Everyone's all, I hate, I hate you now. It's like Monopoly when you, you land on somebody's, like, you know, yeah. park place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> And yeah. you're like, you owe me $18,000. Like, ah, oh, you blue-shelled me. I had to think of which one was park place because I'm used to playing, like, Lord of the Rings and it's Mount Doom. And I was like, wait, what's that? What's that? <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. Uh, anyways, so good. Um, yeah, I remember, um, what was I just going to say about that? Like doing battles and then you'd just be like, all right, I'm over this. All right, let's race. And then you'd get back into racing or learning how to shoot shells behind you. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, fling the drip. bananas in yeah. front of you and yeah. you just boop right in somebody's in the mid drift. Oh, uh, dude, there's so many good things you mm. can do with this. So, so I was going for a world record on that game with Toad for Bowser Castle, pretty close to it. Yeah. I, if I ever get to it, I'll let you guys know. That's uh, the, awesome. The world record's held by Bowser because people don't realize that Bowser and Donkey Kong are the two fastest um, racers in the game. They go the fastest. They slow down the hardest if they get hit, and they, they accelerate the slowest. Toad is like, like you know, quick acceleration, very low top speed, but yeah. controls the best. Bowser mm -hmm. controls like, you know, a wet banana peel, but... You know, if you can learn to control it, yeah. he's super fast. Oh, okay. So yeah, we'll That's have to give that a go. That's why nobody picked him. Got it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to we'll have to give it a go, and uh, we'll talk about that again at some point. But yeah, anyone so out good. there, if you haven't played Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo, there's lots of ways to do it. You can play it for the Super Nintendo. You can play it on emulator. I recommend if you do that, you own the game already. You can mm -hmm. play it on the SNES Classic. You can play it on the Virtual Console on the Switch. I'm sure they have it for the the Wii Virtual ca uh, Console as well. I'm and sure it's on everything. It's one of the biggest. Like you think of Mario, yeah. and one of them is racing. You know. Yeah, and the and the last place you think you you could find it, but it's on the um. There's a there's a version of it that's on the uh, Game Boy Advance. 
and um, it's not the same game, but it it has a lot of the same levels, and it's built on the same engine. So nice. if you want the same experience, it's pretty similar. Nice. So Brian, what? How many these words? <laughs> how many uh, blows are you giving this game? Mario Kart gets nine point nine blows out of ten. Shut your mouth! You know it's a ten out of ten. It's I one of the greatest say, games. I want to say all time, it, but it's not. A, to a lot of people, it's not even the best Mario Kart. Shh. I, I I have. I, it's almost would, a perfect ten. If I, I wasn't covered in equipment right now, I would baby rage. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I love it. It's it's a total ten out of ten in my heart. I just know it's technically not as good as some of the other Mario Karts, but in in my heart, it's a ten out of ten blows. I'm gonna blow this all day long. I'm gonna blow it all day. It's, I'm it's gonna get, get all in there. It's gonna be blown for the rest of my life. <laughs> so yeah, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. So um, moving on, we're gonna start a new topic here. A new topic. We don't know what to name it. New, new, new. <laughs> We we were thinking about names. We don't know what it is, but we're going to be talking about a little bit about Magic the Gathering. It's a corner of that we're talking about Magic. It's I mean, we talk about it all the time anyways. We went, you know what? This needs to be its own section because Double Masters, spoilers, started yesterday. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of cards getting reprinted. A lot of the Urza cards. A lot of, I mean, Urza Tron's like mm-hmm. completely reprinted now with brand new art. Yeah. And then a ton of commander stuff because Wizards now loves commander. Now loves it. They wouldn't they wouldn't acknowledge it for a long time. They would not acknowledge it and then they went, What? Seventy five percent of our player base plays it? Well then we, well, can, make, we, should play we can make money. At I this? bet we can make money if I've we sell never heard product. of money. Oh my gosh. I mean they went from one product a year to like five this year, I believe. So Dude, yeah. yeah. We've had so many releases already and it's halfway through the year. Ready. So so ready for it. Um, but Kali of the Vast, who was like original Commander's Arsenal from a billion years ago, is reprinted in this. Exploration, which was only in, I don't know, Urza, I think in the beginning. It, it, I, I think it got it re- wrong. I and then it, it was in Conspiracy. conspiracy I which pulled was, it. Oh. I pulled it and everyone's all, hey, that's a good card. And I was all, what's this? Oh, my heart. It's a $40 card right now. Yeah. Which is not that bad, but it used to be absurd. Yeah, Mana I traded Crypt it. Got reprinted. What did? Mana Crypt. Oh, zero path, drop tap for three. Path to Exile. Uh, path to Exile did which get is reprinted. Probably one of the single strongest cards in all the games. Cyclonic Rift, which is from uh, Ravnica, which is only good because of Commander. Yeah, it's <laughs> like absurd. Jace the Mind Sculptor. Oh, Sword of War and Peace. Anyways, Double Masters is out, and we're freaking pumped about it. Um, how many packs are we gonna buy? I don't know, because they're like thirty dollars a piece. I don't I'm know. probably like, not how much buy are any. they? Fifteen to twenty bucks a piece, I think. Something absurd. I think it was fifteen. If I can do an event at the local shop, that's what I'll do because I like supporting them. But anything else, I'm just gonna wait for other people to open it. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, to our local game shop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, Jumping Frog Games. Boink. We always give them a, we give them a shout out whenever we can <laughs> yeah. shop there. They're really cool people. They're great. Yeah, um, so um yeah, I so Jumpstart has since released since our last episode. Jumpstart. And that is basically a format where you buy two packs and you shove them together and you have a deck. You have ready to go 20 card decks as you open it. Yeah. Which is a product that we've never done before. If no. you shout out to Talarian Community College, uh he put a YouTube about it um a YouTube video about it should, you know, should I buy Jumpstart? And his whole thing was Buy a box, and you have a game that you can play 
over and over and over. Sure. It's his version of, of Cube, where you just, you you open it, and what it is is what it is, you know? Yeah, and there's some really, really good, strong cards that got reprinted. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, like, you know, freaking Lightning Bolt, and all the Lightning Bolts, <laughs> Chain Lightning, <laughs> mm-hmm. Bolt Lightning, all these things. Bolt Lightning? <laughs> yeah, I was just joking. Yeah, um... Yeah, none of them got put on Arena, No, but that's fine. Yeah, We're not upset about it. So who here plays Arena? We both raise our hands. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm a casual Magic the Gathering player. Always have been. I've played. My friends got into it. They played Grand Prix. Every time I show up with my deck, they're always like, Tier 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I mean, I got a Tier 2 deck. And it's been pretty consistent. I've had a Vampire deck for a long time. Sometimes yeah, it's a great deck. Sometimes it's been good. Sometimes it's not been as good. And well, that's just the meta. Sure, and it's always been there. And I since switched to having a burn deck, and it's always been consistent. Classic burn. And yeah. so I've got two decks that are you know in the top three tiers, and it's just one of those things that. And by the way, Brandon and Jerry are going to listen to this and be like, they're not in the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, Brian doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yes. And that's true. I don't. But yeah, but they they really don't like arena and they think it dumbs it down because they think a lot, MTG online is better. And I'm sure it is in a lot of ways. It absolutely is. But I will tell you, I play so much arena and I never played any other format. And I'm going to say it's good for magic as a whole because it gets people like me into the game yeah and yeah, i'm it's great playing for more beginners than it's hooked people so much with the cool graphics i've never played this much standard in my life no i, I, I will not standard. i will not buy in the standard no it's too expensive i i do not have money no not like that that is absurd <laughs> but it's just throwing money into a garbage fire how much money have you spent on this Every set I buy the expansion, so twenty bucks at the most. So you know what I mean, like yeah. every expansion, which is what two, three months. How much have you spent uh, on uh, Paper uh, Magic? I am not at liberty <laughs> to discuss <laughs> exactly. So that's... I mean, I have basically modern Jund completely built, and if you know what that is, don't steal from me because yeah. it's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so it's absurd. And same, same with me. Um, I've got some. You know, I started collecting in M ten. Yeah. And I've got... I was know, Theros. Yeah, and yeah. I... What's that? Mine was in Theros. Yeah, yours was in Theros. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, At the computer of the shop when, before we had a game yeah. store. <laughs> when Abe was running... <sighs> yeah. So good. And basically, I I got into Paper Magic. I got some really good cards even from back then. I wanted to collect all the gods, and I got a lot of them. And I remember Jerry telling me, these are going to be trash. They're trash. And then I got rid of a lot of them because of that. And guess where they're at now? They're all expensive. They're all great cards. <laughs> I That's knew they right. were going to be. Yeah. Either way. Jerry, yeah. I know you're right about most things. And I know you probably didn't say that, but I have to blame you on something. <laughs> so um, Absolutely. So, yeah, when it comes to Arena, I love it because I get a chance to play... I've only I've spent less than thirty dollars total. I'm playing this, and I've got I've got a tier one uh, mono white life gain deck right yeah. now. I'm going through historic with it. I put I built Soul Sisters with Crucible of Worlds, Ghost Quarter. Yeah. I get rid of people's lands yeah. and just bring them back. Disgusting. And um and while I'm doing that, I'm swinging in for like lethal with you know, little weenies flying in the air mm-hmm. that are like six sixes now. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's I'm having so a good time. Saying, yeah. And oh, but we were gonna talk about Jumpstart. What has been your um? 
your experience with Jumpstart on Arena. Well, real quick. So I've been playing Arena. I've been playing a lot of Historic 2. Mine is Esper oh, Control, um, which yes, is I a blast. Thank you. That's yes. all I want in life. I want <laughs> to eventually run you out of resources so that you just scoop. I, I very I often win at 2 life while the opponent's at 20. And it makes me laugh every time. Well, uh, but you it's been win a total it too, blast. and I usually have sixty. <laughs> yeah, minimum. Yeah, I've seen you win with a ton of health. Yeah, and I, you know you win when I have a ton of health because you. By the end of it, oh, I have yes. no lands. Oh, uh huh. I have no lands. I have nothing. I hate you. <laughs> and, I have the biggest cheesy grin because uh, it's my favorite. It's my yeah. favorite way to play. I, I love. A, I'm mid range control a hundred percent. So I built a new deck. I built a black deck. It's called Black Cards Question Mark. <laughs> and um, basically, I threw in, you know, an, uh, you know, not an Acromas Memorial. What's the Platinum Angel? Mm-hmm. I threw in Ulamog, and oh. and I threw in a few cards that lets me discard. None of those are black. <laughs> I know, but this is gonna be fun. That's why it's okay. a black black cards question. <laughs> and it's basically okay. the whole animator. Th- yeah, I just yes. basically control your board. I've got Murderous Writers. I've got Elder Spell. I've got. Um, I've All got eliminate, spells. I've got, I've got like probably 12 removal spells and I'm basically, and I got agonizing remorse. I'm just getting okay. rid of your hand. I'm ritual I'm, of soot, the board wipe and stuff. I, I don't have that in there cause I, I built this on the cheap, which means yeah, I spent already very, what you had. I already yeah. had what I had. And yeah. so I basically, since you and I both bought all three of the antho- the historic anthologies, yep, totally did. worth it. So good. Um, we bought it with our in-game currency, by the way. <sighs> yes. And so I just, I'll dump an Ulamog or, you yeah. know, the uh, Platinum Angel and then bring it out when I need it. So good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. There's a really good, you saw my reanimator deck that I Yes, made. I hated so it. Much fun, it felt yeah. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so jumpstart. Jumpstart. So Sorry. it's a very interesting format. Yes. I like it. It was cheap to play when it first came out, 2,000 gold pieces on Arena, which is not that bad of a deal. Plus, you get a good amount of rares. The only thing... No. I think I think it's still 2,000. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't played in three days now. I got yeah. distracted with D&D. Um, but the one thing is, because when you open these packs, it doesn't get you closer to any rares. Right, it you does do not, not get give your you rare tick meter thing that's like open X amount of packs. That's what Brandon and I now, were talking I have the about. game pass, right? So yeah. every time you get experience and stuff, you get closer. But that's that's my one thing, which is what Brandon brought up to me as well, which is a great point. Yeah, he, he says I'd you, rather buy packs. It doesn't get you to your wild cards. It's true. And the wild it does cards not. when you open up in arena, when you open up a new pack, you get um every six packs yeah, every, you, every six. You get a rare or a... No, you, you get a... You get a, a rare wild card and then every X amount of rare wild cards, it's a mythic. Right, and you also get... Um, out, of, out of so many packs, you get uh, wild cards. But you Chances, also... Yeah. yeah. So wild cards is let you pick wh- whatever card you want to buy. Yeah. Of that rarity. Really uh, my whole thing with him is eventually when Commander comes to MTG Arena, because they say it won't, would it, but it will. We all know it will. You're, you know it will. I have some random cards, so... But we made some decks. Yes, we did. Boy, howdy, did we! I, I, my first three decks that I made, I went fire. I went two and zero, oh, two and zero, oh, two and one. I was fine, and then I, I restarted two and zero oh, four times yep. in a row. Yep. And then I was like, you know, I'm gonna try something different. <laughs> I got, I, I picked a pack called Minions. Uh-huh. Was all, and then I picked a pack called Plus One. It was a green, green, black. I was like, ah, this has got to be good. Yeah. I got Minions. I'll put one ones on them. Yeah. And uh, no, I went, I'm going to tell you, I went two, 
and 15. <laughs> I refused to quit until I got my second win. I was I did the same thing. I didn't I didn't quit until I had it. Yeah, I I basically played and played and played and I lost and lost and lost because my win con was no win con. <laughs> I did not have a win con. Yeah. I I my best creature was this creature called Gormand, which is a 5-5 five, five flying beast creature thing. And when it comes out, I sack a creature, they sack a creature, but I usually don't have any creatures because I already sacked them all out, <laughs> and then it immediately dies. Yeah. So I died a lot. <laughs> I was so angry. I, 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 And also, I played, I played the deck incorrectly so many times, and I lost a few games because I read a card wrong, and I couldn't do it at instant speed. I could only do it at sorcery speed, bring something out of the gra- graveyard or whatever. And yeah, it was pretty rough. Ouch. I was, I've never been saltier playing this game. <laughs> and you can ask Chandler or, or Brandon, Saturday morning, I was losing, and I was like, ha, ha, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I was just so angry. They're probably <laughs> yeah. like getting sick of me, but... Uh. Yeah, no, so mine was Liliana, which is a... So we found out that, that the chances of decks that you get in Arena are at a rarity level. So if you open minions, there's like four iterations of minions that you can do. If you open, you know, Mill, there's one. Sure. Um, Mill is a mythic one. There are some minion ones that are common. There are some that are rare. I opened Liliana, which is a mythic. So mm-hmm. it's like, woo, this is a mythic pack. You're going to get some good stuff. You get some cool lands, things like that. Then I went, you know what's good with Liliana? Walls. <laughs> because the other two are terrible. The other I, two you had a choice from? I had n- I had no win con. My mm. win con was... I literally didn't have one. Like I don't know what my win con was other than if by chance I you do nothing for 15 turns, I will eventually <laughs> beat you down with a 2-2 two, two, or a 2-3 a that I can exile from my graveyard to make a 2-2. Two, two. Oh, so I maybe I can trade one time. Dude, I don't know what my record was because I was steaming so bad I would immediately go and go, and I would queue up again. Sure. I beat my head into the desk until I won twice just so that I could resign throw that deck into the garbage and then start again. I saved it because I wanted to keep it as a reminder of what never to do again. <laughs> never again. I want to play somebody that. just to show them how evil, you know, that game can be. Yeah. It, I, I, the words cannot describe how upset I was, but, uh, it was rough. Yeah. I, so I recommend we, we, uh, you don't put the green and black together ever. I'm pretty sure your walls was green, wasn't it? My yeah, it's green. And and Liliana's black. Well, green black is a great combination. Yeah, Golgari, right? Yeah, it's my, one it, of my favorites. It's good. I have a whole modern deck, but not Jumpstart. It's definitely it was not great then. Nope. No, for neither of us, we had different experiences, nope. but are different. We had different packs, different same experience. Yeah, because so. my second worst one was Minion Elves, which is you know what go, goes good with really go wide strategies. If Sacri- I sacrifice them all, because that's how I win. Yeah, I had my green, my, my green black was. Hey, I'm gonna put this creature out. I'm gonna draw a card by sacking it out, and then I'm gonna put a one-one counter and on it. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna take four. One yeah. of mine's I literally won was you had to sacrifice a creature to make the opponent discard a card. Except on that creature, I had an enchantment that says tap it and make a one-one. Ouch! Because it there were no other viable targets. Ugh. 
sad day. It's the worst <laughs> when you're just sitting there holding cards in your hand that are just don't do anything. It was bad. And you don't you don't want to do that. And unfortunately, there are. I think that Jumpstart has like my next deck. By the way, we're gonna move on from this real quick. But <laughs> my next deck. As soon as I won, I, I won my last game. I went two and fifty. I went. I was like. I won like my third game. Yeah. And then I went like, you know, 13 games and didn't win anything. And then yeah. I won my 15. I was like, F this game, I'm done. I didn't play until the next day. Yeah. And then I chose a Bassery cat and a, and a white soldier's deck. Yeah. And it synergized so well. And, you know, I had a Planeswalker and I had a couple mythics in each of the decks or a mythic in each deck. And so I actually had a win con. I was, I was dropping creatures. Yeah. I won. I went two of the mono strategies are, are absurd. Yeah. Yeah. They're just too strong. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not the same uh, to clarify to all this on arena. You get three packs and you get to pick one and then right. you get three more packs and you get to pick one. You can't choose right to repack after you see the second three or anything like that. Whereas in jumpstart, you open a pack, you open a pack, you make a deck, you're stuck with it. So, right. And you have no idea if it's going to be green, black, red, or blue. And as we talked about, yes. And as we talked about, a lot what of those things are, um, are, are, um, what am I trying to say? They're not legal in arena. So a right. lot of those cards are not going to be there. Like they would be in the paper to make them a lot better. So sure. there are still variants where the minion deck is not the minion deck in paper. There's four iterations and, and other things like that, but there's not just one. Um, but it's, it's, <sighs> yeah, it was very hard in arena. I will say the one good thing that you get out of it, um, is you get to see which land you're going to get with it. And I got some really cool lands. I got oh I got the, the, the themed ones the island with the hand holding the water uh, oh yeah it's a black yeah. it just looks so cool yeah and I got some really cool white lands and um, yeah I really was really happy with with the lands I got so. I did not get the Phyrexian Obliterator Swamp which would have been sweet I oh really man want that one I did get the Garuk and the Liliana special bordered black one so that one's cool that's really cool we'll see so anyways. So I don't know what we're going to be doing next because Greg has not told me. I have a special topic. I have a surprise. What's going on? Just hold on and I'll go get it. You ready? Okay. Hold. Yeah. Hold, please. <laughs> I guess this is where I'm going to do some editing, huh? Yeah, just a smidgen. All right. What? Oh, my God. You almost knocked over my entire thing. Put that thing I'll see you in about 20 minutes. See ya. I brought things. You know what I brought? <gasps> Jumpstart packs. Oh, ew. I bought some jumpstart packs. The oh. last in the store. How much were those suckers? Don't worry day, about right? it. But they were the last ones. Don't worry. According to Wizards of the Coast, Jumpstart is supposed to be an unlimited run, and they're supposed to sell for four dollars a pack. And then COVID hit and said, "Screw you." We don't want to listen to what you're saying. So, jump pa- Jumpstart went from unlimited print run to limited limited print run, and don't worry, we're going to keep printing them, so we will see if that actually happens. But I wrote some Jumpstart. I figured we would open these bad boys. Oh, jeez. And make a deck. Oh, no. And then just review them on this, and we can play if we want to. We don't have to record it, but I just thought it'd be fun to sure. talk about on the Zip Podcast. On Zip Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. That sound is amazing. So, what three would you like? Uh, I'll take the middle three. The middle three? Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Got those. So. Are we making a 60s? 
No, or make it forties. No, you can do two, or we can open one right now, review it, review it, and use the other two as as deck if you want. Sure. Well, this is a very magic themed. Uh... It's a very magic theme because this kind of opportunity just dropped into my lap. So really, okay. are you ready? Oh, Ugh. so good. Change Greg it. is opening his pack. I'm opening mine. So that brings oh. me up to the topic here. Actually, I was thinking about this. Um, how much tabletop gaming do people play these days? We, we've we been talking about video games for a long time. And we take, talk about a lot. We do talk about some D&D and Magic, which are both tabletop games. But, you know, while we're doing this, it's I think it'd be a good idea to, you know, bring up, you know, what are your favorite tabletop games? What are my favorite tabletop games? Oh. I have about 1,800 Monopoly ones because I went, hey, I like Monopoly, and then everybody started buying them for me. Uh, but my all-time favorite yeah. is Risk. Risk, really? Like a long shot. Not Axis and Allies? No. Uh, really? Risk because I got at a thrift store for $4 one time on a family vacation when I was a kid. I got Lord of the Rings um, mm, Risk, and I just went, oh, yeah. yeah. If you guys don't so, know this, our family... Or, well, a certain segment of our family, Greg's family, and me personally, are big Lord of the Rings fans. Big old nerds. My, yeah. mo- my mother has a cutout of Legolas. Do you know how she got that? I don't remember. Pretty sure that was me. Was it? I'm pretty sure. If, if it wasn't me... We used to... I'm... I'm. He's I'm, a little dirty birdie. We used to move <laughs> him around all the time. He's He's... He's an interesting little elf. I'm fairly positive I'm the one that got her that. And if I'm not the one that got her that, then I'm incorrectly remembering that I got her that. <laughs> All right. So opening up these packs here, I got heavily armored, which is pretty cool. Um, I got the one with uh, Duelist Heritage, uh, which is an enchantment that says whenever one or more creatures attack, you may have target attacking creature gain double strike until end of turn. And it's the double rare because it has the high sentinels of our of, <laughs> of Arishin, which is actually from what was the set with Siege Rhino? Kons of oh. here. Oh, was that yeah. one? Uh, Siege Rhino, yes. I think, came from an older set too. It might have been one of the Alara blocks. No, or you're insane. Right Get before then. No, it was only one printing. It's oh. my one of my pet cards. I just remember there being a lot of Celestian rhinos <sighs> a long time ago. You're thinking of the Roxes. Yes, I am. Yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, so this is a cool one. I've never really opened a um, a jumpstart pack. Neither have in, I in paper. So so I got cats, Meow. and I'm a huge cat fan in real life. Oh yeah, and we're watching an anime right now called Fruits Basket. <laughs> And uh, it has something to do with cats. Nice. And we have two cats. So, <laughs> um, this is sing- this is a single rare pack. Nice. But I got Feline Sovereign, which is a one green, two colorless for a two three. Other cats you control get plus one, plus one, and have protection from dogs. Yeah. And whenever one, one or more cats you control deal damage to a combat damage <laughs> to a player, destroy up to one target artifact or enchantment that player controls. That's pretty strong. Yeah. Um, that is from M21, yeah. uh, from the new set, uh, right before this set. And, and I think it's interesting too. I have a lot of M21 cards, but I also have a lot of like the reprint actual jumpstart cards as well, uh, including the tap lands, which are all the rage right now in commander. So yeah, I got the thriving grove. Cool. Yeah. I did not realize, I don't know why, but I didn't realize that it came with the basic lands ready to go. But look, yeah, look at I, every one of my basic lands are different almost. Oh yeah, I, I only have two copies of the same one. No, yeah, and no, then no, I no, have no. I have one of the like specific oh, you have a special new one. one. 
Do you have one in the front of yours? Is it? No. Does it have the little jumpstart logo on the land? No, I didn't get it. No, it's good. in the front of the land pack section. No, I didn't get it. Oh, how weird. I thought there was in each one, but yeah, very interesting. So I got cats and you cool. got... I got heavily armored, which heavily is the armored. white one, so... Yeah. I thought, yeah, we'll make some decks and we'll do... We'll, well, how do you want to do it? Do you want to record and then do it later? What, 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 what do you want to do? I, I think we'd have to re- we'd have to video it to, to make it, like, fun to listen to. All right, well, maybe we'll make some decks and then we'll review them. Yeah, we'll review them. Okay, but in we'll the mean- play them out and we'll give our record or something. So as Greg starts to uh, open some more packs, I'm just going to say, you know, I've really started enjoying the... Uh, the what, There's Constructed and what's the other format in Magic? Limited. Limited. I'm really enjoying Limited, um, which is basically this. Yeah, it's buying packs and making a deck right there, whether it's draft or... Um, Help me. What's the other one? Oh, sealed. Uh, sealed. Thank God. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just who makes the better deck right there. Right there yeah. and there. And if you don't play Magic the Gathering, there's lots of card games you can play out there. There's a lot of digital ones, too, that are getting really popular. Like um, like Hearthstone's been popular for a long time. Oh, yeah. And But if you're really going to get into a card game other than this, Pokemon's really huge. It's been big since... Like the mid two thousands, late two thousands, and then Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean nineties. Yu Gi Oh's big too. Um, what was uh, Fate Zero was really big for a while? Was it Fate Zero? Was I don't. The card game I was trying to think Fate of? Zero's of anime. <laughs> I think there was a card game too. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, and we're. Uh, I got another one, and this is called Enchanted. I'm guessing that's gonna have enchantments in it. Maybe. But I, I, I was gonna say my one of my favorite um, tabletop games that I ever played. Um, I, I grew up playing Connect Four with my brother. Yeah. And he was like the Connect Four king, and he I, he was so hard to beat. And I really enjoyed checkers and chess. I and really like chess, which I, is why I like magic. Right, and I really enjoy Chinese checkers. Oh, yeah. And uh, Me and great-grandma. Really? That game. Uh-huh. And she is a little deviant because <laughs> she still kicks my butt. Which great-grandma? Larkin. Oh yeah, you know what else she's really good at, and and she taught me how to play when I was younger, what? and and I'd never, no one taught me. I just you know I always thought dominoes were just there to pick up and drop them. I mean not drop them, but like make the oh, little yeah, domino yeah, yeah. lines and yeah. you know yeah. yeah. I my mom and her I guess grandma taught her kids how to play, and my mom was like you're gonna learn how to play dominoes with grandma. And I was like sure, and so I played and I was like dude this is a freaking fun game. How how many people out there play classic board games, tabletop games, yep. games like dominoes and aggravation and life and risk and these games? Board games have become huge in society now. Like like they're really big. Like Pandemic was got really popular during this time, obviously. And yeah, uh, you mean because COVID? Everyone's yeah, everybody's much, like, yeah, oh. everybody's stuck inside. Yeah, like, so I got play. I got. Uh, pandemic last year at one of our local outlet stores for oh yeah for ten dollars nice it was a really good find and but another good game uh that all of our friends played was uh oh, what's the one with the octagon uh pieces that and you uh, you trade resources with each other oh um settlers of Catan. settlers of Catan. uh-huh yeah used i used to play the crap out of that all through college yes and then recently within the last five years somebody got me boss monster from for yep, christmas i have that too that's a good one and if you guys like a, a tabletop slash card game yeah 
Dude, Boss Monster yeah. it has a really cool retro game fee- feel to it. Get it. It you, is worth it. Yeah, you get to play as the bad guy and destroy the the heroes that come through, and it's so much fun. Oh, my goodness. You just make a dungeon. Yeah, Adrian got me started on that. I love that he, game. Somebody in the army showed it to him. So, All right, so let's put these two together. Let's play, and then uh, maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah, so I got Enchanted is my second pack. I got a Core Spirit Dancer. Uh, I want you to know I have a story about this car. It's amazing. I bought a Core deck. Um, core for you guys is not Core C O R E. It's K O R. Um, it's it's an elf style tribe. In yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they're from either Alara or from. Um, they're from all over. There's a Core in Zendikar too. Yeah, that's what I meant. They're from Zendikar. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Um, that's they're native to Zendikar because they're they yeah. Anyway. Yes. I picked up a core deck that had like core spirit dancer, um, core firewalker, mm-hmm. uh, the dual strike core guy. I had and the big one, the big one, the big one. Yeah, uh, oh, the one that equips things to yes. people for free. Yeah, what's her name? Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah, I had and it had Stone Stoneforge Mystics in it, two of them, and then she shot up to like fifty, sixty bucks when the when the swords came Absurd, out. Absurd. Yeah, and. Dude, that deck was $10 at Kmart. And I looked at the price on it. I think it could go for like $100 something. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's it was nuts. This this is a cool deck. It's got um pretty neat stuff in it. Oh, Face nice. Fetters. That's an old card. It is a great stable. Yes, it is. Well, let's and... uh before you dissect your deck, let's play real quick so I All don't right. know it and then let's talk about it. Sure. Talk about moving. Talk about it. Talk so are you? It. Did you open all three, and you're just choosing two of them to put together? Uh, no, I just opened the next two, and I'm slamming them together, and we're doing it. Okay. Just like you would have to normally, I think. Okay, so I'm not using my cat's one. I'll just do the this one and this the other one. Nice. Let's do it. All right. A few moments later, and dun 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 dun, we're back. We're back, and we played. Uh, we shoved two decks. Or two packs together. Shoved them right together. Shoved them right together. And Made uh, one big old deck. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, 40-card deck. And um, how'd it go? Well, I played black-red, mm-hmm. which is okay. Um, I had smashing, and then I had... Um, what was the other one I had? Something else. Something big. <laughs> um, spooky, which spooky. is like just kind of weird cards that are like... It's sort of zombie synergistic, mm-hmm. sort of graveyard synergistic. Um... Lots of removal because it's two very heavily creature removal decks, um, but not a lot of card draw. Yeah. No, I I very played, much aggro. I played black white, which is a favorite of mine. I like Orzov, mm-hmm. and um, it's just got two of the things I like a lot is that's creature removal, car and um, card draw, and pumping up creatures. Nice. And so I got core spirit dancer, which is an O two that every time you put an aura on it. Or an enchantment on the battlefield, or is it on her? I think it's on her. Uh, on her, no. Whenever you cast an aura spell, yeah, she gets plus two, plus two. Period. No, Not, she gets plus two, plus two for each one on her. But you draw a card whenever right. you cast one. That's, that's right. She's super strong. She's beast. And I just I played a black white, but the name of it was Enchanted Rogues. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The white was enchanted and rogues, and it really was synergistic. The, yeah. The deck worked really well. Yeah, game one, uh, you ran me over. I got stuck on three lands, which it happens. It's just part of it, um, which was awesome. Uh, Game two, I threw down Furious Right, I think is what it is, at the beginning of your end step if you control a creature with 
power four greater exile top card of your library and you may cast it until you exile the next one right so that was able to dig me at least into not just drawing a land yeah I suited up a minotaur and we just went to town oh man you you killed every creature i put out yep and yeah. it, I, I figured i had to because you were enchanting yeah you know you, so i had to keep you on low on creatures to keep enchantments in your hand i had a i had the whole game i had the uh, a four drop that brought a creature back from my oh my gosh my graveyard to my hand but you would have chosen which one it was oh yeah but all the creatures you killed were good so yeah they were really good <laughs> i yeah. was like i gotta play this but i had to keep playing other things to give myself just a chance. to stay yeah i should have played it in hindsight because he's kind of big guy too he's like a three four or whatever mm. Um, so yeah, I had a really good time. And then the third game, uh, you won the second game for sure. I did. Yep. And the and third, third game, game came down to the, to the wire. Yeah. You were making me discard, which is great for my deck, but I couldn't race you because of the assassin queen lady. Was it? Was it? So basically what I did is I the drew every rogue in my deck. Yeah. And I had my, I, you didn't kill her. Full synergy. So basically, yeah, I had to kill spirit walker. So you didn't yeah, draw yeah. cards, but then you didn't draw any enchantments. Nope. Yeah. I didn't draw one enchantment. So what's funny about it is I drew into three different rogues and I had the, like the queen rogue out that made every rogue that came into the battlefield get a plus one plus one counter on it. Yeah, that that like rogue fairy or something, and a she, flyer. Yeah, and every time uh, I attacked with something with a uh, one one counter on it and did combat damage, you'd have to discard a card. Yeah. And so I just got rid of all the cards in your hand. Which was fine, but I got rid of Fling, which was I had you at five life yeah. and I had five power and I was like, I don't want to get rid of this, but everything else is gas. I have to keep it because uh, I'm going to hold on to Fling. Never get and rid I, of Fling. I, I couldn't. And you were going to make me discard it anyways. It didn't seem worth it. Yeah, but, so I ended up winning at the end um, to, yeah. to you conceding. I don't know. It would have It would have been pretty challenging. I could have chump blocked and swung back in, but... Exactly. You were going to chump block and then swing for lethal because you had a creature you could pump. So I was dead. I couldn't. You had flyers. So it was just a slow bleed at that moment. <laughs> it was fun, though. I had yeah. a good time. And it for people out there that play Magic or don't play Magic, there's we talked about it earlier. It's called Limited um, and Constructed. Constructed is where you buy all the cards you want, build a deck that you want, and you always have that deck. But Limited really evens the playing field and takes the money out of it. And meaning you just, you get a random assortment of cards and you put the deck together right then and there and you play against, um, sure you may have a better deck or they may have a better deck, but it takes it, it takes the whole money aspect out of it to where it's like, you know, they're not going to win because they have a $3,000 deck. See, I don't agree. It takes some of the money out of it. It takes, it takes out the pay to win aspect but it doesn't take out the money aspect because you do still have to buy the cards you know what i mean like you have to buy those packs every right. time to play limited so in the long run it's probably it's probably close but as far as jumpstart in general it's fun i think it's very weird to see the stupid combinations that you come up with like You're sacking your walls what? for nothing you know right. what I mean? <laughs> to lose um but um definitely from a financial standpoint don't buy packs. No. Don't, don't buy them don't just buy, to have them. I mean, buy them if you're going to have fun and play it, but right. wait for other people to open them, have fun, play it, and then sell their cards and then buy the singles that you want. Yeah. So. I mean, it's uh, in terms of value, there's some valuable cards in it, but not enough to get your money back. Sure. Yeah. And it's you're not going to be buying a box to get your money back. It's gambling. Long term, you're going to lose. House always wins. So don't don't be gambling on a, just a bunch of packs for no reason. Unless but. you're getting Ugans. 
like a friend of mine if only an, a high school friend of mine that i haven't talked to in forever he's my a friend on facebook I, he posted on facebook and i just saw his daughter opening a pack and it was a uh is an m21 um corset yeah but it was the uh the special one. Oh that, yeah yeah uh-huh what's it called oh, I can't mystery think or no 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 um it's just yeah it's, it's the one that has about. all the uh, you know everything's foil yes and she pulled a a foil azusa wow and then a foil Ugin oh spirit dragon, which was uh, alternate art money, foil. Money, money, money. Yeah, yeah. It, things were like fifty bucks. I remember that um, alternate art because that was like a play on one of the original ones or something like that. But it's just slightly different. It's so cool. It's a very cool looking. Yeah, Ugh. he pulled some gas on that. He made his gas. money back. I'm Man. sure that those packs are like fifteen twenty bucks, but They're he made like six pretty heavy bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, so. play Jumpstart. Play it uh, if you can get it for cheap. It's supposed to be continued to be run, so don't spend an absurd amount of money on it. It's not worth it right now. If we can get those reprints up and get more sales out there, that would be great. But yeah. Yeah, uh, and try it out. Try it out on Arena. Yeah, and if you're not really into magic, it's a good place to start. Yeah, it's a try good, it out. Yeah, give it a, give it a little go. And yeah. um, so and it's great to learn because you can play those over and over and over. You know right. what I mean? And switch them up because they're color coordinated. Co- co- coordinated. You know what I mean? So you, you just know, yeah. You, we happen to actually have, you know, um, three colors between the two of us. Right, we, out of the four packs, you know. No, I think we got four because I got green and white and black. Yeah, but I mean the the four packs that we used got to you. play. Yeah, uh, we got the six total. But yeah, um, it was definitely fun. I I enjoyed it. So yeah, so um, very also, magic heavy episode this time. But um, he didn't know that I kind of had these packs just fall into my lap. So I no. thought it'd be fun to physically do it since we've been playing jumpstart like all week on arena so so if you're not a fan of magic sorry um uh, you should Tune in next time you should check out other games like uh boss monster Ooh, very buy, fun if you enjoy tabletop buy it so buy good. it there's a there's a i need to get the um expansion for it and then we need to play it, it you should it's i good. really freaking it's a love good it. expansion so all right um we don't know what our ep- next episode is going to be about because uh, the world is in shambles you know what i mean <laughs> it's 2020 that's all you have to say yeah yeah just tell you know five years from now ten years from now what else you got yeah, yeah. basically when people are going to be like what did you do in this year i'll be like that's 2020 man. yeah we don't see these scars that. yeah these are my mask it's scars. That, that dog that you know looks far away and it just remembers all the you know world war ii things it's like it's thinking of 2020. You want to know how I got these scars. <laughs> <laughs> so the the recap is that we talked about magic. We talked about magic. <laughs> yeah. We said thank you to um, to Jenny M from Auburn, Nebraska, uh, Brandon G from Idaho, Jared G uh, from Pine Grove, California, and Jay West. Uh, I'm guessing he's from New York because his at his Twitter handle is at Ham and Cheese. <laughs> In why, um, thank you for everybody for responding to us online and uh, yeah, we appreciate it. It keeps the comments going and keeps us motivated and excited about what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, next very- was uh, slipping into DMs where I talked about painting minis. Um, just try it. Your first one might suck. That's yeah. totally fine. Watch Everyone. YouTube videos. I mean, what else are you gonna do right now? Watch YouTube videos, figure it out, and then. Um, Give it a try. Yeah, if you suck, it's fine. I I'd, mean, just make another one. I like that my slide into DMs are just turning into encouraging you to do more things, but I think that's all it is. You know, yeah. just get out there and do stuff. You know, 
Yeah, that was him patting you on a, the butt. It was a pat on the <laughs> butt. Get get going. <laughs> My obvious retro game recommendation was Super Mario Kart. Get out yes. there, play this game. I don't mean out there. Sit in your chair and play it. It's fine. You don't have to get up to play it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thousand percent Mario getting hit by a blue turtle. No, that's uh, Toad. That's Toad for yeah, sure. It is. It is. But right. Mario kind of does. <laughs> yeah, they're very similar. So what's our question? And then, wait, wait, our last soon-to-be oh, yeah. section is our Magic the Corner. I don't know. We're, I don't, we don't do something. <laughs> we will figure out a name. We we just thought about it last minute, but our little Magic section where we're going to talk about all things Magic the Gathering. So, um, and then we had our little surprise round of playing more Jump Magic. Shark, where, yeah. Because, yeah. You know, what are you going to do? I had no idea episode. or else I wouldn't have talked so much about Magic <laughs> before it. <laughs> but, totally well, fine. Yeah. yeah. So our question to the audience What's your favorite board game? Yeah. What's your favorite tabletop game? Yeah, it doesn't have to be electronic to be fun. What did you play on your table? <laughs> <laughs> or kitchen counter. Or the floor on your belly with your feet in the air like, you know, little sure. children. Yeah. What do you play with family, friends, by yourself? It's fine. Are you playing a board game by yourself? It's kind of sad, but that's okay. <laughs> We're not here to judge. Just risk by yourself. Like, oh, <laughs> that was a good move. <laughs> You're like, I, I didn't, didn't see that coming. That. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So, so yeah, hit us on up on Twitter at punch us. Blow my cart PC. The PC stands for podcast, not personal computer. Or politically correct, because definitely we are not that. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can catch us on uh, MySpace. MySpace! Welcome MySpace? to MySpace. No, what the? Just what year we, is it? We haven't been to MySpace in a while. <laughs> in uh, On Facebook, I was just kidding. Catch us on uh, Facebook at Blow My Cartridge Podcast. So uh, come join us. Follow us. Talk to us. We want to hear from you, the from gamer. you. Yeah, and if you don't want to shout out, that's totally fine. Just make a little note. Hey, don't shout me out. But I just wanted to to speak and and give my opinion. That's also totally fine. Totally, we're not here to do it as any embarrassment. We're just excited that people saw something we posted and went, you know what? I'm gonna respond to that because they took time out of your day to say something to us, and we really appreciate it. And so it's just, just a way to say thank you. We're two tiny little individuals that live in a tiny little town. In a tiny Jesus, little tiny place little called time. California. This tiny little, yeah. <laughs> California is this tiny. <laughs> it's one of the smallest states, really. If no, you think it's very it. little. <laughs> it's only the size of half the European Union. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, so tiny. Kidding. All right, we're getting out of here. We're getting out. Yeah. All right. oh, oh, I did want to mention this. We have listeners in Anchorage, Alaska. Hey. Hey, we have a listener down in Sydney, Australia. Down hey. under. Down don't, under there. Don't. Thank Don't you so much for listening. listening for that. We've been listening. We have some people in Canada. We have some people all across the United States. Thank you for listening, and we will um, we'll keep making these podcasts, <laughs> and hopefully you'll keep listening, uh, like I said. And uh, we appreciate you guys. This podcast is for gamers, by gamers. I, I don't know what comes I, after I, that. I don't know. <laughs> About gaming. About gaming. But wherever you are, keep listening. We thank you. We love you. And keep on blowing. We're going to blow that up. Blow. <laughs> <laughs>